Good morning, everyone. God surely is worthy of it all. Amen. We give God thanks for another day. This is the day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Certainly, your expression should be one of honor and praise and thankfulness unto God. For no matter who you are, no matter where you are, if it had not been for the Lord, you would not be here. He giveth life. He keeps us. He preserves us. He protects us. He makes a way for us. He opens doors for us. With God, all things are possible. And for, for that, we give him thanks and we give him praise. Amen. So today we want to celebrate God. Um, we just want to bless him and honor him and just say, Lord, thank you. And just have a really thankful and grateful heart. We need to have the heart like David had. The Bible said he was a, a man of God's own heart. He simply was always grateful to God. He says, what will I give unto the Lord for all his many benefits? He said, I will take up the cup of salvation and call on his name. And so let us call on the name of the Lord each and every day as we rise. Remember our Lord. As we rise, just remember God. And just say, hello, my heavenly father. Thank you for waking me up. Thank you for a brand new, thank you for my health. Thank you for my strength. Thank you for my wealth. We could even add salvation. Thank you for salvation more than anything else, Heavenly Father. We thank you for saving us. Thank you for your saving grace. We know good and well, when we really think back over our lives, uh, if God has not stepped in, um, we would have been a totally different person, totally different place. And so we are thankful and we are grateful. Some more than others. You know, some of us live pretty good. <laughs> some of us are pretty bad. And let's just be honest about our past. But then again, sin is sin. Big sin, little sins, they still sin. And without Christ, we're lost, we're undone. But thank God for Jesus Christ. And thank God for his love for us. He loved us so much that he gave Jesus unto us, that through him we may now have a life. For as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. So what are you? Are you, are you a child of God? And hopefully you are. And those of you that are listening, if you have not accepted Jesus Christ, the greatest thing you could do for yourself is to accept Jesus Christ in your life. And not just accept him, allow him to be the Lord of your life by adhering to his word. He says, if you love me, do what I say. If you trust me, do what I say. And folks, of all the, the prophets and, you know, the kings and, you know, philosophers and, and all the great folks that walked the earth, there's nobody like Jesus. Remember, when Jesus came into the earth, Time started over. So now we're in 2022 AD. That means since the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Nobody else caused time to start over. Amen. And so we give God thanks for his son. He is significant. He is different. There is nobody like him. He came to show what it is that the kingdom of God is like. And so you and I will become the children of God, the sons of God. And the Bible says, as he did, so should we do. Amen. And so I pray that you have this understanding that miracles, signs, and wonders, supernatural events, blessings, favor. I mean, he had the favor of God upon his life and all those things is upon us. He said, 
God, the same glory you gave to me, that's the same glory I now give to them. You are being glorified by the glory that was on Jesus. So don't see yourself as small. See yourself as glorified. See the glory of God up on you. So when people try to put you down, say, I've got God's glory on me. <laughs> There's nothing they can do about that. Listen, whom God has blessed, no man can curse. They can hate on you. It cannot change who you are. People can treat you bad. It cannot change who you are. You are a child of God. The glory of God is up on you. The blessing of God is up on you. Believe it. Receive it. Walk in it. Amen. I want to share some scriptures with you this morning because I think it's going to excite you like it excited me. Amen. Um, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 9, this is what it says. It says, no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. Isn't that beautiful? God has prepared some beautiful things for us. We, our minds cannot even conceive it. Amen. We cannot even see, know, or hear. Our, our eyes have not seen it. Um, the things, the great things, the thoughts he thinks for us are so far above our thinking. He said our, his thoughts are far above our thoughts. His ways above, far above our ways. So we, we cannot even get, get to that place. And the things that God has prepared for us, it has never yet come to mind. But listen what it says. If you continue reading the scripture, it says, but it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit for his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. And so the spirit of God in us reveals to us, give us a, gives us a revelation of what could never enter into our mind. Amen. It's sort of like the spirit of God gives you a peek into the things that God has prepared for us. Listen, remember the phrase that God has given us? He's the one who's forgiven our past, preserving our present, and guaranteed our future. If you could see your future, you would stop your worrying. You would stop your complaining about your present because your future, the beauty of it, the glory of it has not yet entered your mind. Listen, the reason why many of us complain and we fuss and we fume about present circumstances is because we don't have a revelation of our future. But once you get a revelation of things to come, Weeping will only endure for a night. Amen. Once you get a revelation of the beauty of the things God has in store for you, you dry your eyes. Because when you see what is yours, when you see what is coming, it'll cause your tears to stop flowing. And if you're going to cry, it's going to be tears of joy and thankfulness. And Lord, thank you for what I see is beyond my wildest dreams. The Bible said those things will only be revealed to us by the Spirit of God. And so we should be seeking for revelation, we be seek. We should be seeking God for His Spirit to be manifested in us, to grow in us. Amen. The Bible says no one can know a person's thoughts except that person's own spirit. And no one can know God's thoughts except God's own spirit. And we have received God's spirit. 
That's what the Bible says. We have received the Spirit of the Lord. Who is that? That's the Holy Spirit. We didn't receive the Spirit of the world. We received the, we received the Spirit of God. So now we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given us. I want us to see that. That's past tense. Given. It simply means it's already ours. Every single promise God made for us is already ours. Amen. Our, our health, our strength, our blessing, our present, our future is already ours. And we just have to seek God for a revelation of it. If you're sick, there's a, you need a revelation of your healing. You must see yourself healed. Healed. If you're weak, you must see yourself strong. If you are poor, you must see yourself wealthy. Why? Because we need an eye-opening experience to see the things that God has prepared for you. God is not having God didn't go ahead of you just to prepare base things, weak things. No. Everything he has prepared for you is grand beyond your wildest imagination. So that's why we need revelation because it cannot naturally come to mind what God is doing for us in the spiritual realm. It cannot naturally come to mind. And that's why the Bible goes on to say that people who aren't spiritual cannot receive these things from the spirit of God. Only the spiritual man can. The natural man think we're talking foolishness. When we're talking about the beauty of heaven, the beauty of our future, when we're sick, but we're speaking that we are healed. You know, when we don't have any money in our pocket, but we're speaking that we are rich. The world, natural man can't understand it because they're only a seeing the present. They can't see what God is doing in the spirit and what is rightfully ours. What the Bible said, God has already given us. God has already blessed us, already favored us. Every crooked path is already made straight. Amen. Valleys has been, mountains have been made low. Valleys has been risen up. Um, seas have been opened and a path has been made. God has already brought water out of a rock. God already has poured manna and bread from heaven. Whatever we need is already provided. I just want to encourage somebody here that the Spirit of God inside of you has given you the opportunity to receive revelation of who you really are in God and that which God is doing for you. Don't sell yourself short. Don't walk around with your head held down. Amen. Because the Bible said, we who have received God's spirit, we can know the wonderful things that God has freely given us. Verse 13 says, when we tell you these things, we don't use words that come from human wisdom. Instead, we speak words given us by the spirit, using the spirit's words to explain spiritual truth. Amen. So there's a difference between natural words and spiritual words. Spiritual words are, are from heaven. Amen. They cause supernatural things to take place 
in the earth realm, into the natural realm. We are speaking spirits and we have the great power of God deep inside of us in the form of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have infinite power, infinite revelation, infinite wisdom, infinite understanding, infinite authority. It's all been already given to us. We simply need our revelation of what's been given to us. Remember, I've always said, until you get a revelation of a benefit, you cannot benefit from it. You need a revelation of it. Like some people need revelation of tithing. They don't get they don't get it. They need a revelation of the power the tithing brings to your life. The the providence, the prosperity that it brings to you. Until you get a revelation of a certain benefit or blessings from God, it's hard for you to walk in it. Amen. It's hard hard for you to see it and know it, understand it, and understand the whys of your lives. Amen. And so I encourage you to seek God for deeper understanding, deeper revelation that you can walk by the Spirit. And you're walking by faith. You're not walking by sight. You are more spiritual than you are natural. You see spiritual things. You understand spiritual things. You speak spiritual words because, because we are speaking Spirit. We are children of God. The Bible said people who aren't spiritual can't receive these truth from God's spirit. It all sounds foolish to them. They can't understand it for only those who are spiritual can understand what the spirit means. Those who are spiritual can evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot be evaluated by others. So that's what I mean when I say people may not understand you. We can evaluate, we could hear, we could know, we could understand the spiritual things, but people cannot understand us when we are speaking spiritual things. Why? Because they are natural. Carnal thinking, natural thinking cannot understand the things of the spirit. So people of God, let us seek to be more spiritual. Let us seek to get the word of God in us. For greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. In John chapter 3 and verse 5, um, verse 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus, he says, listen to this eternal truth. Before a person can even perceive God's kingdom, they must first experience a rebirth. What does that mean? The old way, the old way of thinking. You're not born, you're already born naturally. You Now you need a spiritual birth, a new way of thinking, a new understanding. Amen. He goes on to say, I speak on eternal truth. Unless you are born of water and the spirit, you'll never enter God's kingdom. For the natural realm only gives birth to the things that are natural, but the spiritual realm gives birth to supernatural life. Amen. So the natural realm could only birth natural things. But thank God for the spiritual realm. Amen. The spiritual realm gives birth to supernatural life. 
glory to God. And so when we are rebirthed supernaturally, when we are birthed by the spirit, we be, we begin to do supernatural things. We begin to speak supernaturally. We begin to speak um, uh, from the unseen to cause things to come into the scene realm. Our thinking change, our perspective perspective change. Everything about us change because now we are speaking, we are thinking, and we are doing from a supernatural and a spiritual perspective. But until our minds change, we only focus and do things according to our emotions and according to the natural order of things. God is calling you and I out of the natural order of things and placing us in the spiritual orders. Amen. God is raising us up, lifting us up, seated in, seating us in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. And that's where we need to operate from. Everything that you need, God already has provided it. No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. And the only way we can get a peek into what God has prepared for us is through revelation by his spirit. We need revelation. Amen. We need to see what God is doing for us that we can that that will cause us to shut down our murmuring, our gossiping, our complaining, our doubting. Amen. If we can see what God has prepared for us, then we will have no doubt. Amen. We not we will not be afraid of dying. You know, so many Christians are afraid of dying. They want to prolong their lives here because they're afraid of dying. They're not sure. Listen, when God gives you a revelation of heaven, you don't even want to stay here on earth. I promise you that. You want your purpose to be completed. You get focused and do what God has called you to do so you can complete your purpose on the earth, so you can transition back to what God has showed you. Back Back to the spiritual things, back to the beauty of heaven, back to a time without pain, without worry, without lack. You know, once we really see what God has prepared for us, we, we, we now will say, God, whatever I need to do to complete this process that I need to complete in the earth, accelerate that process that I may transition to the place that you have prepared for me. Jesus said, in my father's house, there are many mansions. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. He said, if there were no mansions there, I would have told you. And he said, because I go to prepare, I will return to receive you unto myself that where I am, you will be there also. How many want to be where Jesus is right now? The Bible says he's in the presence of God. He's sitting at the right hand of God, enjoying all the glory and all the favors and all the beauty of the heavenly realms. Amen. That is where we want to be. Amen. I know we desire a little heaven on earth. Yeah, but the little heaven on earth is nothing compared to heaven in heaven. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. The glory that shall be revealed in us. Paul said the suffering of this present time is not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. So I pray for a revelation this morning, a revelation of understanding, a revelation of insight that we can see what God is doing for us. Your protection 
is, is happening right now. Your provision is happening right now. Your health is happening right now. Your wealth is happening. God is doing all these things. And a lot of you, there's a song that says, even when you don't see him working, he is working. You may not see it, but you better believe it. He is doing it. That's why faith is necessary because you may not see it, but if you believe it, that is happening, then it is happening. You have to believe it. I remember Elisha and his, his servant when they were surrounded by the Syrian army and his servant was so afraid. What are we going to do? And Elisha says, Father, just open his eyes so he can see. And when his eyes are open, he saw not only the Syrian army, but he saw the angelic army that was far greater than the Syrian army, totally surrounded them to protect them. You see, we, we think that we are little, but we are not. We think we're alone, but we are not. Amen. Because the word of God is true. The angels of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and deliver them. Amen. That is what the word of God said. And that is what we're going to believe. Amen. Ask God for revelation. Ask God to show you your angels. Ask God just to give you a glimpse of the beauty of your future in God. Ask him to give you a glimpse of the heavenly realms. I promise you, you will shut down all your worries. It will shut down all your grumbling and complaining about this and about that and, and you know how people treat you and all. None of that stuff will ever matter anymore as soon as you get a revelation of what God has prepared for you. Amen. I pray that these words is a blessing to you. And that you will connect with these words this morning and, you know, begin to give God thanks. Seek God for revelation. Seek him for his spirit because his spirit is the spirit of God. The Holy Spirit knows the mind of God and he will share with you. He will give you a revelation. He will give you understanding of the things that God already has prepared for you. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the revelation of your word. Hallelujah. For where there's faith, there must be a report of victory. And so this morning, Father, we pray for revelation. We pray for fresh revelation that our eyes may be open to the things you have prepared for us. God, you will show us the mysteries of your kingdom. Father, we understand without being reborn, we cannot perceive, we cannot enter into your kingdom. So I pray for this rebirth. God, a transformation of our mind. You said we must not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Father, transition us. Your word lets us know Hallelujah. For any man being Christ, he is new. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And so this morning, Father, we speak the newness of your spirit, new ways of thinking, new understanding, wisdom beyond our years. Father, we thank you for it, God. Teach us what we don't know for ourselves. Show us what we could never see on our own. God, cause it to enter into our minds. Cause us to hear it. Cause us to see it. God, cause it to be impressed on our minds. 
reveal to us, God, the things that you already have given unto us. Father, we thank you. For we know your words are true. You can never go back on your words. It's already settled in heaven. So we receive it. We believe it. We act upon it. We create our expectation based upon what you said. Father, in your presence, there is fullness of joy at your right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. I pray, Father God, that as your people, we will have a revelation of what your word has said that belongs to us and that which you already has given unto us. And for this, we give you praise. So today, Father, we honor you and we dedicate this day to you. Open our eyes, God, that we may see once again in our ears that we may hear. We thank you for the favor that is on our heads, the increase on our hands, the swiftness to our feet. We thank you for forgiving our past. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. Preserving our present and guaranteeing our future. Thank you for there's not a feeble one among us, but we're healthy, we're wealthy, we're strong in you, our Lord, and in the power of your might. For though our beginning was small, Father, we thank you for our latter end has greatly increased. And Father, we can decree and declare that the end revealed is a sure thing. Heavenly Father, we give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we bless your name. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you 